Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Axis Financial. Today, along with John Thurman of Axis Financial, Philip talks about life insurance on children. Why is it important to have life insurance on your children? And how much coverage should you buy? Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, talking with John Thurman about life insurance. What's going on, John? Hey, Philip. Not much. How are you? I'm doing well. So, so as you and I know, that most people don't have enough life insurance on themselves, <laughs> and that's a whole conversation. But a, 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 an even more difficult conversation is talking to people about why they should own life insurance on their kids. Right. And, and it, of, of course, you know, you're my agent, right? I have policies on my boys, you know, um, uh, and you know, my, my father-in-law, uh, who was in the insurance business, is a huge advocate of it tells everybody who has kids or grandkids, they should do it. Um, but, but, but you're the expert, right? Why, you know, why do people buy life insurance on their kids and, uh, why is it important? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, from the very basic, uh, concept of just nobody wants to pay for a funeral when you lose your child, you know, th- there's already <laughs> the worst possible event. And, um, and then they have to come up with another 10, 15,000, $20,000, um, on top of losing a child is terrible. So, you know, I, I, I know some people have this mindset of, you know, I'm not claiming it or, if it uh, if I don't think about it, I don't buy insurance. It means it's not going to happen. And the reality is that's not how the world works, right? If it worked that way, then you just wouldn't buy car insurance or homeowners insurance or anything. So you know, having a, a small amount of coverage on your kids is is definitely smart, a good place to start. Um, but uh, the two main reasons why we talk about buying maybe a bigger policy than just a ten thousand dollar policy, maybe that's a hundred thousand dollar policy or two hundred fifty thousand dollar policy, um, is two things. One is a larger policy allows you the time to properly grieve and take off time, you know. Uh, and we've seen this where somebody loses a child and they have to go back to work in two weeks. You know, they've got FMLA. You've got some, some time you can take off, but you obviously can't take off for too terribly long before you're not making enough money to support the rest of your family. So, you know, things must go on, but having some extra money definitely gives you a cushion and allows that you can take some of the stress out of that, that time period in that event and, and gives you time to grieve properly. Um, the other issue or the other thing that we see and we try to stress is that buying life insurance on your children provides um, future insurability. Um, there's options for policies, if you buy larger policies, that you can, um, it allows them to increase the death benefit as they get older. Um, and, and then even if you buy a policy that doesn't have those type of writers, if you buy a, you know, a decent sized policy, 100,000 or 200,000, that at least you provide that they've got life insurance for the rest of their life. And, and a you know, a solid chunk of life insurance. Not that $10,000 is a bad policy, but $10,000 is just going to be for final expense. So, 
um, buying coverage. Um, I'll give an example. My son was diagnosed with ALL um, leukemia when he was 11 months old, and he is insurable now, but his premiums are much higher. And even as an insurance agent, I didn't buy coverage on him in the first 11 months just because I was a new dad and, and uh, had a lot of my plate. And I thought, yeah, I'll get to it. He's young. He's healthy. It's not going to matter right now. And so I always stress the importance of getting a policy, you know, sh- thinking about it and, and starting the coverage as soon as, you know, your little one's born because you don't know uh, what their health is going to look like. You don't know if they're going to have issues. And, you know, I've had a client that their baby was born with the hole in their heart and, uh, and had to have heart surgery shortly after being born. And so those are things that, you know, if you can put some things in motion um, and start those type of policies prior to delivering or uh, shortly after delivery, you know, it's, it's not a bad idea. There's never, it's never too soon to buy a policy. Now my son will likely pay more for his coverage for the rest of his life, just because he went through leukemia at such a young age. And so the nice thing about buying a policy on a kid is that a, it's super affordable and it does lock in their insurability so that no matter what happens later in life, that they've got a policy that, either depending on how you set it up is building value over time uh, or you can do it the way you did it, Philip, where um, it's paid off in a certain amount of times. So you can do a 10 pay or 20 pay so that you can pay into it for X number of years. And then the policy is completely paid up. If they're really young, you've got time to do a 20 pay. You know, if they're uh, in their teens or a little older, you can do a 10 pay and have it basically paid off by the time they're out of the house. And that is uh, not only good for you because it provides a safety net and cushion, but also it's really nice to them to be able to give them something that's building value and, um, you know, definitely provides future insurability. And and I'm I'm gonna throw an insert on there for the for the people that because I I understand the mindset of somebody who 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 thinks about hey if you don't think about it like what you what you what you think about and fear you attract right and so because I'm somebody who I fully believe in that right I, I believe what you emotionalize you attract but for me at least my thought process for what caused me to buy insurance is like you said the the insurability is more like yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I absolutely don't believe my kids are going to die early. That, that's why it's so cheap and inexpensive, right? The, mm-hmm. the 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 math adds up with my belief, and so insurability is the is the is the big reason. But it, what it also does is, you know, kind of like what you said. Let's 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 for sake of simplicity say you accidentally attract some negativity. Uh, or let me not let me not, let me go let me go the route that is easier to stay positive, and 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 stay in that uh, positive attraction vibe. When you, when you have uh, the peace of mind that comes from, right insurance, meaning like I don't even think about dying or my family dying because I got so much insurance, right? So it's that thought doesn't even doesn't even come. Versus if you don't have it, then you might think about it, and then you go down this negative spiral that could attract the negativity that you don't want in your life, right? So, right. you know, so I think for somebody who thinks that way, it still makes sense to buy insurance because you're like you have a heart you're going to think those thoughts right but with the proper you know proper coverage in place um those thoughts are warded off and you position your kids to when they're 25 30 i mean imagine john what if our parents bought us you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars of life insurance when we were like one mm-hmm. years old mm-hmm. you know, t- what would that be worth today how much cash would we have right man you, you i'm sure you hear the stories of uh, entrepreneurs who borrow on their cash value to fund their business or survive, right? Know, 
in their twenties, thirties, or whatever. So, yeah, man, it's it's a beautiful thing. Smart, especially when they're young. It is cheap. Absolutely. So cool, man. Well, hey, um, and and as a side note, I don't uh, have we talked we talked about this before. I, I don't I don't know, but you know, a lot of people know that I'm not a huge fan of five twenty nine plans at all. Right. Uh, for the restrictions and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, I'm 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 apt to have. And this, and I'm an investment guy, so it may sound crazy, but I was like, if you know, have you know, have money for yourself, have a brokerage account that you can use for your kids. But whatever money that you were thinking about allocating towards, you know, a 529 plan, think about putting that towards uh, a life insurance policy for your kids, because again, that cash value is accessible, it's usable uh, if they need it. Um, uh, it all, I mean, we can probably do a whole episode on like cash value life insurance and the ben- and the living benefits of it, but it right. can, it can assist in um, the future of your kids financially while they're right. alive. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, I know people that, you know, are in trade work and uh, I have a friend that runs a very successful concrete business and um, you know, he, his dad owned the business before and, and he stepped right in and has taken over and grown the business. And, you know, he had no plans of going to college. So a 529 plan, you know, has zero tax benefits if you don't have future plans of using it for education. So there are definitely situations. It's nice to have some flexibility there. Absolutely. Right. Hey, all the, all the, uh, all the, all the investment folks listening are going, what is this guy talking mm-hmm. about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I believe in it. Anyway, right. let everybody know where they can, uh, uh, reach you. If they have any information, any thoughts, any concerns, sure. not, not concerns, but you know, they want to get their stuff right. Right. My email is just my first name, J O N at, axisfin.com a-x-i-s-f-i-n.com the office line is 817-618-3369 all right john appreciate you thanks for sharing hey thanks philip if you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals philip offers complimentary consults through his company stonehill wealth management for more information log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. That's stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.